this relationship with God, you think the reason why you still have this relationship with God is because of what you're doing and how you're praying every day and how you're reading every day and how you're sharing the gospel. No. The relationship you have, a, the reason why you have a relationship with God and the reason why it's intact and strong is because of what he did on the cross and how he still pursues you every single day faithfully, even when you're not faithful to him. Hi guys, welcome back to my YouTube channel or my podcast if you're listening through podcasts. Now, I've been gone for a while. Whatever, we already know this is a pattern. This is a pattern of mine. But trust me, I am back. Let's just dive into the topic of this video because I don't even want to... I don't want to talk for too long. So if you saw the title, it's kind of it's kind of tough, isn't it? It kind of called you out because I know it did call me out. And even writing it, I felt like a little icky. But I think it's something that needs to be addressed and needs to be talked about um, immediately. I got the inspiration for this episode and for this YouTube video while I was reading the book of Romans. An amazing, wonderful, beautiful book. And then I I finished the book of Romans. Now I'm in Corinthians. I'm writing. I just finished reading first and second Corinthians, and the way it just kind of shook me all over around. Like, let's just talk about my day first of all. Um, I woke up at 6 a.m. today for work. No, I woke up at 5:30 a.m. today for work at 6:30, and I had an eight. I had an eight-hour shift so I finished work at three and I couldn't even drive home because I didn't get the car so I had to bus home and my bus was late my second bus I had to take was late my first bus was late but it was only late for like four minutes or something like that my second bus was late for a good minute and when it was and i'm telling you it was cold it's it's weird because it's actually been warm lately in here in ottawa it's been warm at least in where i live in ottawa it's been warm the snow has been melting and it hasn't been snowing or nothing but it's so cold because of the wind so i'm waiting for the bus there like pockets hands in my pockets i got my little bubble jacket on and it's wind it's literally like it's like the it's like the earth knew it's like the like the wind knew i was outside and it was blowing so hard and i was so tired and i was just like i can't do this i was literally telling god strike me down take me out take me out right now take me out right now i'd rather be in heaven with you than to live another day on this earth living is so hard i came home and i opened the book of corinthians i'm reading it again for the second time and as soon as i started reading the first chapter i bawled i bawled i cried extremely i extremely cried because the way it called me out the way the first two chapters of corinthians actually called me out with their whole entire chest unnecessary uncalled for not appreciated but i did appreciate it because it's it's good and then now i'm talking about it here and i i love to talk about god now i kind of wrote four things four made four main major things that i've learned um as i was reading the first two chapters of corinthians so i'm just gonna get into it okay cool okay so the first point is works is not enough nor does it keep your relationship with god his faithfulness is what keeps our relationship with him so our works are not enough they're not enough okay like nothing that we can do possibly do can separate us from the love of god nor are our works enough to keep god with us like if that makes any sense of course our works contribute to our relationship with god 
but it does not keep God with us. Like, I don't know if that makes any sense. But let me read the verse that kind of struck me to proclaim that. The verse that struck me to proclaim that was 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 8 to 9. And it says, He will also strengthen you to the end, so that you will be blameless in the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. You were called by him into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hi, hello. It's editing me right here. So I did not explain what I meant here correctly, so I'm here to say it again. But what I was trying to say was that God called you into a relationship with him. It is him that made the first move to initiate this covenant with you. And if nothing can ever separate us from the love of God, then nothing that we can possibly do or not do can ever make him leave can ever make us abandon him so our works is not what keeps our relationship with god it is simply the work of the holy spirit in us keeping our relationship with god but nothing that we could ever possibly do in our own strength can make him stay relieved that's what i was trying to say hopefully that makes more sense i bought this new bible and it's been so good like if you don't have it it's called the she reads truth bible and it's so good because it gives you devotionals as you're reading and this devotional is called dissolving the super glue complex and the super glue concept complex is basically the complex that um you can keep it all together you can keep it all together um this is what she says super glue ah sorry super glue complex has oozed its way into my theology too causing me to worry that standing with God is somehow dependent upon me. Am I growing Christ enough? Am I sinning too much? Am I doing enough kingdom work? My friend can testify that I I put so much importance in what I'm doing. Like it's it's to a level that is just unhealthy and I know the root of my issues with that is my issues, my relationship with my parents. Um your relationship with your parents mirror a lot your relationship with Christ. And I don't want to get to it. It's not therapy session right now. But um, I hold a lot of importance in my work. And it's like in the part where she said, am I doing enough kingdom work? Like I'm always thinking, am I preaching the gospel enough? Am I sharing Jesus enough? Am I Christ-like enough? Like, oh my goodness. Or am I sinning too much? And then she says furthermore, and then she says later on, it is God who called us into fellowship with him. And it is God's faithfulness keeping our fellowship with him intact. Now, that... That is just beautiful. I know that we're supposed to evaluate our faith. I know that we're supposed to like strive for holiness and for righteousness. And I know that we're supposed to like, you know, like be careful of the things we look at and the things we see and who are we surrounded by. Yeah, I know I'm aware of that 100%. But there's a line... There's a line between guarding your heart and just acting out of religious obligation and out of almost like, out of wanting to be good and be perfect. Like there's a difference between out of living and acting out of God's grace and love and faithfulness in like striving for that, striving for him, striving for perfectness and trying to be perfect, trying to have it all together. Like, because like that that'll just that will never happen to some extent like we're human like can we just recognize that and also um like the line between those two um extremities are very blurred for me a lot of the times like i could be doing good 
I, I could be doing good and then I get caught up in that and I'm like and I start to like want to keep the momentum going so I'm like reading more and I'm doing these things more and more and more but slowly and surely they become burdensome and I become tired and exhausted and I kind of have to step back and ask myself why and a lot of the times it's because I'm trying to keep it all together I'm trying to balance it out. I'm trying to be the perfect Christian but that does not exist but our works are are not in our works our works contribute nothing to our salvation our works add no value to our salvation it's literally just Jesus Christ and his sacrifice on the cross it's grace and that is enough his grace is enough his sacrifice on the cross is enough his blood shed for his sins is enough so why is it that on days where we don't read enough we like beat ourselves up so bad on days where we feel weak and tired like we don't even have energy to even utter words in prayer we think like we're being so ridiculous and like god is probably looking down on us like look at you you're being so dumb right now you can't even talk to me no you know it's just like i know i talk about this a lot but this is because it's one of my biggest struggles my biggest sin is idolizing my works um yeah it's idolizing my works my biggest sin is probably that and I would call it a sin because you're making another God. You're making what you do like um, you're making what you do. You're making what you do and how you act to be the source of your value, the source of your direction of your purpose, the reason why you are in Christ, the reason why you solve this relationship with God. You think the reason why you solve this relationship with God is because of what you're doing and how you're praying every day and how you're reading every day and how you're sharing the gospel. No. The relationship you have a, the reason why you have a relationship with God and the reason why it's intact and strong is because of what he did on the cross and how he still pursues you every single day faithfully, even when you're not faithful to him. That's it, point blank point blank and we want to think that but we have to do something right like we have to contribute because we want to we want some credit we never want it to be so simple as humans we want our ego to be a little lifted you know we want to be we want to we want to feel good we want to feel like good people but i think when the lord says that we need to humble ourselves towards him is to recognize like no like our relationship with him is strictly because of him like we did not pursue him first he pursued us first we did not utter like even the, the simple act of having faith and turning to him and believing in him was something that was conjured by his spirit in us like hello why do we think that we believed Jesus Christ through his spirit moving in us. So why do we think that now that we believe and that we're walking in Christ, our works is what's going to sustain us? It's a spirit that will continue to sustain us. Just like how it saved us initially, it will keep doing the same work it did then. I'm not saying stop reading your Bible, stop praying. Because we still have a relationship with him and a relationship is sustained through daily communion and fellowship with him. But our communion and fellowship with him is knowing that we are so loved and accepted by him. It's knowing that he pursues us literally every day, endlessly. 
and therefore we will do the same like me reading my bible like me literally today i was so tired like after work i was so tired and i was like bro like i don't i don't feel like reading this right now i feel like taking a nap but the reason why i opened my word is literally because i knew he was with me today like i knew he was with me in my in my exhaustion in like me like crying like literally on the verge of crying because i was so cold <laughs> waiting for the stupid bus to come like the reason why i opened the word is literally because i knew he was with me and he's still with me and i want to i want to hear him even if it's just a verse even if it's just a, like a chapter and then i'm taking a nap that is enough because he is enough but anyways mentioning that kind of that kind of just segues perfectly into the next topic that i want to talk about which is quality time with god is better than the amount of time spent with god i know that called a lot of y'all out and it did call me out upon reading when i wrote that it called me out very very loudly and it was quite rude how it did that but i feel like we get both of those things confused a lot of the times when i used to be on christian tiktok i don't have tiktok I deleted TikTok off my phone immediately and effectively because that app is demonic. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Please don't come for me. Don't come for me. It's a joke. That app is actually too much for me and I can't deal with it. But when I used to be on Christian TikTok and Christian TikTok was actually bad for me because it, it led me to compare. And we're going to talk about comparison in another episode. I'm excited about that because I have a lot to say about that. But Christian TikTok was actually so bad for me. And when I was a new believer too, it helped me, but also didn't in many ways. But one time I was scrolling and I was, you know, I landed on a Christian TikTok video and I ended up looking in the comments and this guy, he was like a new believer and he was like, oh, how do I like spend time with the Lord? How do I do it effectively? And then I was just giving him some good tips, you know, like read the word, just spend time with him. One thing that helps me is to journal. I journal a lot. And that helps me a lot and then i saw this comment that replied like under my comment and it was the creator of the video and he was like i try to spend at least two hours every day reading the word and praying and i was like but like no <laughs> like that's not that's not good advice in my opinion i think when you're focused on the amount of time you spend with god you get you you lose track of the quality time spent with him you lose track of what you're learning and how you're enjoying him and his presence like at least for me because there are times where i've spent hours in prayer and in my word every day and i've i, I finished it i finished spending my word I, I finished reading i finished praying and i was like dang like that really wasn't fulling like that wasn't that wasn't filling or like i felt like I spent hours in my word and then I closed it and I was like, I really don't remember anything I just read. I don't, I don't. And I'm gonna, I'm not gonna cap. I'm not gonna cap for a really, really long time. And I'm not gonna say every time because there were times where I really sat down and read and it was good. But there were times where I sat down and read and I was just like, it was good, but I knew it wasn't, it wasn't quality time. It was genuinely just me trying to look like I was just so religious like i was so good for just spending hours and hours in my word but if you're not spending hours in your word di diligently reading the scriptures um taking your time with it you know writing down writing down things that hit your heart that that struck your heart highlighting 
writing that little comment next to your verses, then it's not it's not quality it's not quality time. There are times where I've read one chapters, one chapter or a couple of verses and it was so good and so nourishing and it hit me like a brick. But there are times where I've read many, many chapters and I was like, man, like I know that wasn't as good because I was just trying to, you know, I was just trying to read. I was just trying to get it, get it going. And even now as I'm reading the Bible for a second time, like I just finished reading the whole entire Bible and now I'm trying to reread it again. I'm, I'm, I'm unknowingly going back into the pattern of like, I'm just trying to finish the Bible for a second time this year. Like, I want to look like I'm, like, I've read the Bible so many times. I want to look like I'm a good Christian, you know, but screw that, man. I'm not about looking like I'm a good Christian. I'm not about looking good and looking perfect. I want to sit down and read and finish my quiet time with the Lord feeling full, feeling well-fed because his word is our bread. Like, by example, when I first came to Christ, I mainly did Bible verses. I mean, Bible plans every single day. Like, that's really what I struck to for a really long time before diving into the word because the word when it itself was intimidating to me and I didn't know where to start. And Bible plans were so good to me for the longest time. And Bible plans are usually short. They are like a devotional and then you have a couple verses, maybe a chapter or two. But they're quite short. They're quite concise. But they helped me grow so, so, so much and they were so filling to me. Another thing I find is that people are just trying to read the Bible just to read the Bible. Like they want to go quickly with it, but they don't want to take time, sit down and actually study it. Like studying the Bible is not a quick little one-two. It's not a quick little skipperoo. Like no, it's it's actually like it, it's God's word. Like it's it's so precise and, and diligent and every verse has a specific meaning and it's so full it's living word and you can't truly understand it when you just read it once or even twice or three times and you just go over it you know um and i feel like a lot of people don't time don't actually spend time studying the word because it's a lot of work and it's difficult and i've been there I've, I've been there but one thing i'm trying to take into the habit of is when i don't understand a scripture or when i don't understand like a chapter i don't want to just like oh whatever no like i actually want to like search up commentaries like ask people and dive into it deeper but yeah that's why lately i'm not trying to focus on the amount of time i'm spending with god but how 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 well i'm spending with god what's the quality time Ugh. I'm not trying to spend I'm not trying to focus on the quantity, but I'm trying to focus on the quality with God. Lately, I feel like it's been really good. It's been actually really good. I've had um, Bible studies that were like 30, 40 minutes, and I've learned so much more and felt so in tuned and just immersed in the word than times where I've spent hours and hours in the word. You know? And it's also just distracting. Like I don't know if any of y'all experience this, but I've definitely experienced moments where i'm reading the word and i'm checking the time here and there just to see oh how long i'm reading the word for like oh my gosh like an hour passed two hours passed oh i'm doing so good it's like but you're you're focused on the wrong things you're focused on the amount except rather than like how much you're just learning and enjoying him and basking in his presence like he enjoys us he lavishes in us like his face shines upon us like let us enjoy him too let us let him not just be 
a check mark in our day i never like and this is another religious religious um attribute of mine is that i can i'm mm, i don't want to boast because i only boast in christ but i can sometimes i can be very self-disciplined and like i can seem like i have my stuff together because i'm because i'm very like self-disciplined and like i'm on top of my stuff but um in um like in allowing and putting god into that into that equation it's made my quiet time with the lord or reading the bible more like a checkmark thing like a did it whoa like check now on to the next thing i have to do in the day like i never want the lord to just be that or i never one thing for me i think about a lot is i never want the lord to also just be a hobby of mine oh something i do when i'm bored or when i have free time like i want him to be my life like i want him to be a lifestyle like an actual change from inside and out um i feel like a lot of i feel like um you know i have like i've definitely seen or heard christians you know they go to church on sundays and maybe you know praying to god here and there but it's like they have no i don't want to say no impact because we do all have impact because the spirit lives in us and everything that we do we have impact in growing the kingdom whether it be small or big but there's no true lifestyle change in the way that they love or see the world like i just never wanted to be like a little side piece thing if that makes any sense that quality time with the lord outweighs the quantity 100 percent. at least for me hopefully that was convicting to you because it was definitely convicting to me i want to read god's word um and feel like i'm learning and growing and not just read just to read and not just read because i have to read because it's a good thing to do as a christian but actually read because like yeah i want to know god and also um at least for me one thing that helps me a lot is i kind of read whenever i can in my day i work i have school i can't always read in the morning i have people i know some people are very like strict about that like wake up early and read the word just like people like just like jesus did or abraham but it's like that's just not possible for everyone and that's okay like have your quality time with the lord no matter what time it is in the day there were times where i would just read the word at like one two in the morning because that's the only time i had and that's perfectly fine like we we shouldn't unnecessarily add extra criteria as an extra things we need to do to look more righteous and better christians like it's just so unnecessary and it makes the christian life burdens burdensome it makes it a burden and it makes it exhausting instead of freeing and rest in christ like you know and that actually frustrates me i could i could go off but i don't lord forgive me i don't want to i don't want to not today now the second point is kind of tough um but i'm just gonna read what i said now and then i'll explain it better because i feel like i didn't write it in the best way but what i said was your works do not have to be perfect to the eyes of men or yourself the lord is the one working through you who should only be magnified through you now let me unpack that let me unpack that I feel like okay no first let me read the verse that kind of inspired me to say that so it's kind of like not a it's not really a verse but it's kind of like a, a paragraph so i'm just gonna read for a second 
and it's Corinthians, it's First Corinthians chapter two, verse one to five. It says, "When I came to you, brothers, this is Paul speaking, by the way, or Paul writing. He's writing to the Corinthian church, the church of Corinth, whatever." And he says, When I came to you, brothers and sisters, announcing the mystery of God to you, I did not come with brilliance of speech or wisdom. I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness and fear and in much trembling. My speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the Spirit, the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not be based on human wisdom, but on God's power. But sometimes we equate someone's gifting with the with how persuasive and how well they can talk and how well they can preach and say things and put words together but here paul literally says like no bro like i didn't i I did not come with brilliance he did not come with brilliance like this man (laughs) i love this verse and i underline this verse it says i came to you in weakness and fear and in much trembling like this guy was not this amazing persuasive man like we should not be focused on how well we can talk and how well we can preach and how like we should not be so focused on how we look and how well we can do these these things in order to seem like we're being used by god in order to seem like we're being used by god well in order to seem like we're good christians or good preachers or good teachers um because that's not the point the point is not to magnify ourselves or to look good the point is to magnify god is for the glory and the praise to go towards him and our good preaching our good teaching the pursuit the persuasive words that we use do not come from us but the holy spirit in us it's literally god's power working through us and i feel like when we forget that first of all we forget that i'm i most definitely have and did and still do and that's why sometimes when i i come here and i sit down and i talk and i don't sound right or good i can be so quick to just turn it off and scrap the video because i'm like it's not like the, the preacher i heard you know on youtube or it's not like the girl that posted that thing on instagram but that's not the point the point is that god is speaking through us he is speaking through us he's working through us and he can use our weaknesses for good he can use the little that we give him to do amazing great things and that's the whole point you know weaknesses he will be magnified like we forget like it's not about us like our giftings our 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 talents it's literally about god and him working through us like we don't have to come doing good works in the most perfect and cohesive or impressive ways it's not to impress men it's to bring glory to god i feel like that's actually that mindset change and learning that has been really really good because I feel like now I can just sit down and talk and stumble on my words and not even know the right words to say but keep going and keep talking knowing that the Lord will work through me and speak through me and this is also really encouraging when it comes to like let's say um God calling you to speak or pray for someone or anything like we can get so caught up in like oh, I don't know what to say like I don't know the right words but we can know that in that moment hey it's okay because the Holy Spirit will work in us and he will say the right words for us on our behalf and I feel like also focusing on how good our works look, how our good works look good can make us disobedient. At least for me, it has. Because in the past, I have definitely felt the Lord calling me to do specific things that I felt like I wasn't capable of doing, that I sucked at. 
And because of that fear and anxiety attached to it, I ran away and I didn't obey what he told me to do. But here literally Paul said that he came in weakness and fear and in trembling. And that encourages me to push through that weakness, to push through that, that trembling, to push through that fear and anxiety, know that the, knowing that the Lord will work. He will work. And this all comes down to faith. It all comes down to faith and believing that he is almighty. All should die. Like, he is almighty God. Like, and he will do, he will do everything that he needs to do. And we need to believe in him. It's hard. But it's hard to, to put things into perspective because we can be so reliable on our senses. Right? We can, see, be, we can be so reliable on what we see and what we touch and how we feel. But that's why the Lord says to deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow him. My fourth and final point is this people are spiritually dead no amount of work other than god's work of the holy spirit can save a soul and that's a hard pill to swallow uh, that is really really hard and that is something i've had to kind of understand and come to terms with in the past couple of days in the past couple of weeks there are many 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 people that i pray for that i think about a lot and that i love dearly and I want to do so much. Like I, I want to, to talk to them about Jesus. I want to, I want to preach the gospel. I want to do all these things. But nothing that we can do can save anyone. Only God can do that. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. And this is why I get so frustrated and so baffled when Christians are out shoving the gospel down people's throats because that's not doing anything. And if anything, you're definitely scaring that person away and making them, you know, not come to god this is not to discourage like people from like preaching the gospel and doing x y and z no of course not you know of course keep preaching keep sharing the gospel keep talking keep doing that no matter what even if people don't want to listen even if people tell you to shut up you de never stop doing that but um this verse kind of prompted me to say this it's second it's first corinthians chapter 2 um verse 14 it says but the person without the spirit does not receive what comes from God's spirit because it is foolish to him. He is not able to understand it since it is evaluated spiritually. Literally, people who don't have God's spirit living in them, the things that we talk about is ridiculous to them. It's foolish to them. It's crazy to them. And this is why this is an aspect that we have to understand. Like we can come with them with love and compassion in knowing that we were once like that too. But also knowing that the only person that took us out of that is God and his spirit. And nothing that we can do in our own works and our own strength could could do that. Like we can't replace God. We can't replace his spirit. Just like when people, just like when other Christians try to force conviction upon other Christians. Like you can't be someone else's Holy Spirit, you know, and I've heard, that doesn't even come from me. That comes from the girl named Blake. I listen to her podcast a lot, and that's one thing that she said that really shook me. You can't be someone else's Holy Spirit. Uh, you can't. Conviction only comes from the Holy Spirit, and only He can do that. Not you. Not anyone else. And of course. In a, okay, wait. Let me re, let me reword that because in, because in a sense, it can't come from you. But it can only come from the words and the things that you do and say that is conjured by the Holy Spirit. But in that same regards, even though you do it, that's an act that's been led by the Holy Spirit. And therefore, it is ultimately the Holy Spirit that have 
that has convicted that person and even when you do things led by the holy spirit it's only the holy spirit that works through the other person so it's never really about you it's about god and let us not be discouraged and why would we be discouraged because god's spirit is powerful it's literally this like it literally defeated death it's a spirit it's the spirit of resurrection what what else could we rely on for someone else's salvation we should rejoice in knowing that his spirit could only work in us it could only be the ultimate solution to our dead lost soul eternally separated from him only him can reconcile him to us and that is something that we can have hope in and i have hope in and knowing that okay i can love my neighbor and i can do good works because good works are so important and i can care for them and be generous and be selfless but when i pray i know that that's way more powerful than what i can ever possibly do because that taps into the spiritual world that taps into the that taps into the spiritual world and that's just really good it's just really really good god's good his spirit is good everything he is is good it's good so that was everything i had to say really um and it was quite a lot to be honest it was quite a lot and i guess the ultimate lesson that we can learn from this and the ultimate like the continuous repetitive theme and everything that i'm saying is that it's really all about god and it's really truly only god and jesus this is not to discourage anyone like this is not to even make anyone comfortable or complacent or lazy but it's to empower people like god is god is real he's moving and his spirit lives in us so therefore let's step up with that boldness and knowing that his spirit lives in us let us be reliant on his spirit rely and lean on him in our weaknesses and our and our anxieties and our fear and our trembling let us not stop striving for righteousness and for holiness but let us rest in also his righteousness and holiness and knowing that all the good things coming from us is not really from us in our flesh but it's from god if you know what i mean if you understand what i'm saying right now i don't know if what i'm saying is making any sense but our acts of good works and our life for god and how we live for god it's literally all of that is literally done by god's spirit in us and ultimately the praise and glory is towards him and the reason why we do this the reason why we live for him the reason why we do good works is not because we want to strive for perfection it's not because we're we want to earn his love it's because he's given it to us with abundance and that's something i will always say every single like every single day every single episode because that's that's really the that's really the core that's really the reason that's really the reason and i feel like we forget that like let's stop trying to be like good christians and let's start relying on jesus's goodness let's stop trying to be these perfect christians and let's lean on and absorb god's perfection and let that work through us let that be our drive for doing good works for living for him for loving our neighbor from sharing the gospel from moving from working from sleeping from eating let that flow in us let his grace his faithfulness his love flow through us that's the point that's the point of good works that's the that's the point it's just it's just god it's just god that's all let's point let's 
give him the glory let's focus on him and not on ourselves and what we can do in our flesh and our works our, our little works compared to the works of the holy spirit and his abundance you know you know you know okay <laughs> cool all right that's everything so uh i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope it was a blessing i hope it was life-giving and interesting and nourishing and i hope you have a nice day or night or i'm gonna just i'm gonna stop bye